Get ready for an hour filled with conspiracies, UFOs, ghosts, the paranormal, legends, and myths from around the world. Chasing Prophecy Radio, where the paranormal is supernatural. With your hosts, Sean Kelly, Jenny Nicasio. Welcome to the Chasing Prophecy Radio, and here are your hosts, Sean and Jenny. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Chasing Prophecy, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. Remember to like us on Facebook and Instagram. I want to thank you all for being here tonight. Hello, Sean. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. Jen, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing great on this really steamy night. Yes, yes I am. Yes, it is. <laughs> we had a really cool show last week discussing hauntings with your Pittsburgh paranormal investigators. Mm -hmm. So let's go right into tonight's discussion, continuing where we left off last week. Okay. Just in a little, another direction, contacting loved ones who passed over. There's so many reasons we feel the need to contact our loved ones after they pass. I know for me, I lost three siblings and my father in a 10 year span. And that was pretty tough. And I wow. wanted to, I know I wanted to know if they were okay for my brother who passed suddenly in 2004, I wanted answers. So that's when I met tonight's guest, intuitive psychic medium, Carol Obley. We are going to learn about her new book. And do some uh, mini readings tonight. So if you're interested in a mini reading, check the Chasing Prophecy Facebook page. There's a link for Skype to join the call. The reading will be limited to one question. So please post your first name and where you're located. So moving on. So, Sean, yes. I met Carol when I was writing an article for the newspaper titled A Phone Call from Heaven. And after that, I went to see her at a group reading at an event in Greensburg, PA. And I was so intrigued. Okay. And I've never forgotten the reading until this day. Carol mm -hmm. has been the bridge between heaven and earth for thousands, searching for clarity and closure through her books, CDs, media work, seminars, workshops. Carol has touched thousands, helping them move through the grieving process more easily and and more importantly to open their hearts and minds to the divine within she is the author of soul to soul connection i'm still with you the ties that bind and her newest book wisdom from the spirit world welcome to chasing prophecy curl so glad to have you here tonight hi thanks for having me it's a pleasure yeah carol before we um talk about your book i just wanted to talk about when did you realize that you were gifted and you could communicate with the deceased? Well, first off, I never claim that we're gifted. Um, I, I feel it's a skill that um, it's a predisposition that I was born with. And I've spent a lot of time developing it, taking a lot of training. Um, and interestingly, uh, not until I was in my late 30s and I had sort of a catastrophic event that occurred um in a business i was running i had a uh, a fire and um so i was burned out of that business and really left directionless for almost a year um and really to make a long story short i i went to a metaphysical center 
and I took some training. And one thing led to another, and uh, my pathway really accelerated. And I started doing readings. I did a lot of readings before I worked professionally, uh, you know, uh, you know, earning, earning money doing that. Uh, but I've done a lot of service work with it as well. So it's really been an evolution uh, that started later in life for me. And uh, there's some other mediums I know as well uh, that that's happened to. So sometimes I think that the universe or spirit kind of takes us off the pathway we're on through something that we can look at that might be kind of tragic in a way or, uh, you know, we, we don't really understand it at the time. Uh, but then it sets us squarely onto a different pathway, which is our life's purpose. And that's exactly what happened to me. Wow, I'm so glad that you uh, didn't get hurt in the fire and you're here to be with us tonight. That had to be terrifying. Yeah, it means, well, you know, when you get a phone call in the middle of the night and uh, the play was an electrical fire, um, what saddened me the most, believe it or not, we I had an iguana. Oh, I, I love oh, animals. Oh. Uh, I do a lot, a lot of, uh, and I do charity work for animals with uh, gallery mediumship and so forth. I'm very happy to do that and donate 100%. But this iguana passed in that fire, so that, that was probably... Oh. Um, the most devastating thing to me, uh, but yet when I look at it, as so many of us do, you know, when we look back and we see, oh, that's what this was about, or this is where this has led me. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've heard that expression, making lemonade out of lemons, you know, yeah. uh, that's exactly what happened to me. Well, what types of messages do you think spirit wants you to communicate? Uh, well, my, the basis of my work is always healing. It's, um, really not entertainment. Um, I've, uh, you know, I mean, I guess you could consider it that in a way, uh, but I I really work tremendously with a healing vibration and that's to help people understand a few basic truths. And the first is that we are eternal beings that don't die. And uh, mediumship, good mediumship, should really prove the continuity of consciousness. And secondly, um, really understanding, helping people to understand the power that lies within their own soul. Hmm. And away from anything with victimhood or, um, you know, disempowerment. And helping people to really reach inside to extract what's there the goodness that is there and really you know to express their uh specific individual ray of the divine that they're here to express mm-hmm. that's a big part of my work as well um have, have you ever had any kind of a personal haunting um in your lifetime that may have triggered this uh, oh, I've had many. <laughs> I've had many paranormal experiences. Absolutely, I wouldn't consider them a haunting. Although, although uh, honestly, um, a couple of them probably could qualify as such, mm-hmm. uh, because I was living in a in a house um, that there was a very very pronounced, uh, many times spirit manifestation of ectoplasm. 
Mm. And for your listeners who may not know what that is, that is, um, it kind of looks like cigarette smoke. It's or fog, you know. It's a uh, it's a white, uh, smoky type of thing, but it's really spirit presence. And um, I, I've had uh, those experiences where ectoplasm is coming out of walls. Uh, I mean, if I didn't personally see this, because I'm a very grounded individual, mm-hmm. uh, as well as being, um, you know, highly intuitive and mediumistic, but I'm also highly practical and grounded. If I would not have seen that uh, and personally experienced it, I, I, I would have really doubted it. But uh, yes, I've had that happen. I have, oh, I, uh, have seen amazing. a shadow person. Um, I have had uh, various um, connections with spirit beings before I've even read for people mm-hmm. uh, that have come to me in the in when I'm sleeping. Um, many, many things. Many, many things. We talked about um, shadow people um, earlier in our um, in the show uh, a few weeks back. So, what is you? What do you think uh, shadow people are? I don't really know, um, and when I don't know something, I'm, I'm um, very honest about it. I, I really don't know. I have done a lot of reading, um, and um, some of them are, uh, there's some theories that they're the Dijin, uh, which are kind of shadowy figures, um, I believe, from the Middle Eastern uh, culture. Um, they really don't like humans too much, or they're, mm. they kind of play, they're tricksters. Uh, this particular one that I had, this was a different house than the ectoplasm. It was a very tall, very tall, probably six foot shape of a woman, dark, dark, um, that not only I saw, but people who were guests in my home who I did not uh, disclose that to, uh, they saw the same thing. She also emitted some kind of an odor. And mm-hmm. um and I would see it out of the corner of my eye. I would see, you know, just kind of like a shadow out of the corner of my eye. And then I saw her full on. And I told her to get out. And, and she did. Um, so I have no idea why that happened. Um, but I, I've, <laughs> I, I've had many strange things happen. I don't usually talk about them to people because. <laughs> oh, we're open them. minded here. Yeah. Very peculiar, uh, but I've also, in that same house, I saw a fairy uh, appear to me in in kind of a mischievous uh, uh, form, Um, wasn't malevolent at all, Um, and then I actually saw the previous owner of that house, which I had never met, the woman was deceased, and I, she came to, uh, through clairvoyance, very strongly, I described her to the, uh, a neighbor who had lived there for many, many years, much longer than I had. And she says, that sounds like the person who owned the house before. That's exactly the way you described her. That's how she looked. And I said, well, is she still alive? She said, oh, no, she passed you know, <laughs> a couple years um, ago. So um, I'm well acquainted. It was almost like a photograph that I saw um, with the owner, you know, through clairvoyance. Uh, and sometimes images are that strong. It really depends how much you've developed clairvoyance. Uh, but there are times, even when I'm doing readings, that, that it comes to me that strongly. What wow. was the odor that you smelled when you heard saw that spirit? Um, I would probably describe it as a very rancid body odor. Mm. Okay. And um, I... Sulfur? No, no, 
um, more of kind of like a rotten odor, I guess. Um, And I just really didn't like it uh, at all. Um, And the thing that people have to understand is that you're in control of a space. If you don't set boundaries, especially if you own a home, um, if you don't set boundaries, uh, you know, you can really have things occurring like that. Uh, the other thing is, I, I think that there are people who actually invite that sort of thing in. I, I do not yes. resonate with Ouija boards. Oh, and, uh, I've, I've actually, you know, read for people many, many years ago. I used to do readings in Pittsburgh and uh, at a book, metaphysical bookstore. Uh, and uh, there were some people, and they're like, well, I got these hauntings in my house. And I said, have you fooled around with Ouija boards? Yes, I have. And I said, don't do that. Yeah, they scare me. Now you now you have spirits hanging out. Mm. You invited them in. You opened a portal. That sort of thing is, is a portal. And if you don't know what you're doing, and even if you do know what you're doing, like I've done thousands and thousands of readings, I personally would not use a Ouija board. Uh, I just don't uh, like opening portals like that where you don't know what's coming through. Yeah, that's uh, a little scary for somebody who doesn't know anything about, you know, like, I don't know what the spirit world, how, when you're in that, when you're doing a reading, what, what, what do you see? Is there a spirit? What's, what's the spirit world like? And, and, and if you could tell our audience, like when you, do you feel something? Do you see something in your mind's eye? Yeah, it's really a combination. And here's the analogy that I often use. If I were to hold up a painting in front of you and it's covered with a cloth, and I tell you to watch as I remove that cloth, and I remove it, and you look at that painting, and you are immediately impressed with a feeling, with with a vision. Uh, It might evoke memories for you. Um, and you might even get chills or whatever it might be, a sensation in your own body. That's kind of what it's like for me. It's a tapestry where I'm using the inner senses of clairaudience, which is listening, clairsentience, which is feeling, and clairvoyance, of course, which most people are are familiar with, uh, it was seeing, and that's through the mind's eye or through the third eye, uh, the brow uh, energy center. That's what it's really like. And spirit will impress me with um, a combination of those. Um, you know, it's a, so it's really, I, I hear, I will actually hear, I'm extremely clairaudient. That's why I've, over the years I've done a lot of radio. I've done many, many years of radio and radio readings because I'm very um, clairaudient. Uh, but I'm also clairvoyant, clairsentient. So hmm. it's really a combination of those things. And spirit beings impress their thoughts upon uh, mine. And then I, I get that thought or that that uh, that memory or whatever they're bringing through. Or I hear names. There's a lot of names in my readings as well. Um, and then I pass that along to the, uh, the sitter or the receiver. That is such a nice way to describe it. I like that analogy because I'm an artist and I'm picturing a picture like a painting and you just lift that a little bit at a time. Yeah, I, I really can understand. That's a really nice oh, way. Oh, no to... wonder I used that <laughs> with you then. Yeah, there's a lot of times you I don't even know why I'm yeah, saying what I'm saying. I like that. That was a really nice way. That was nice. 
That was yeah. nice. Uh, have you ever communicated with a spirit that wasn't friendly? Um, honestly, not. Um, but I will tell you this. In other words, dark energies and so forth, no, because that's not what I put out. Um, I'm working with the light. Remember, there is a natural law uh, uh, of like energies attracting like energies, dissimilar energies repelling. So what I put out is always the highest intent uh, with a spiritual basis of healing and what's going to benefit the client or the receiver of that reading. So that's what I attract. Now, on the other hand, there are uh, uh, relatives or friends or uh, you know, people that have been associated with sitters that may not have been very nice people when they were here. For example, I was doing a gallery reading. Uh, I do a lot of those. Uh, and there was probably, I don't know, about 20 or 25 people there. And there was a, a woman there, and I came to her, and I saw a man kind of standing behind her. And it, I got this whole sensation with him, and this whole kind of story started evolving as he connected with me. And he had been very abusive in life, and he showed me a belt. Mm. And so uh, to preserve that person's integrity within the group setting, I told her to see me afterwards. So when she saw me after the program, I described to her exactly what I was seeing, and she said, well, I don't want to hear from him. That's my father. And I said, he was coming to you with a huge um, uh, apology for what he did and so uh, and she understood that I know she did Uh, I don't think she wanted to go into it with me I think maybe she was even embarrassed Uh, but there are many readings like that in which uh, somebody will come through and they they really were not that great of a person or they come through with regrets and in my new book I, I write about that I mean I'm very honest with how this stuff works and there are people who will come through once they have the life review on the other side that they're able to see where they could have done better. And we actually do get that life review. Some of your listeners may know about that, and I've written about it in my books. Uh, and it is true that we see, we, we see the implications of choices that we make and the repercussions of those. Uh, wow. So that does happen, yes. Wow, that's it's it's that's interesting. Um, Carol, tell me about your new book. Well, and um, thank you for asking. It's released next month, and I'm going to be. I think I'm probably actually going to be doing a virtual book signing through Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've never done anything like that, but I saw someone else on Facebook doing it. And I thought that's a great idea. Yeah, it is. Um, and uh, people can get autographed copies. Um, it's called Wisdom from the Spirit World. This book is um, a compilation of lessons and that I wanted to pass along to people to understand what do those in spirit have to teach us? What do they really want to tell us about life? And how can we improve the quality of our, our lives by learning from those who have crossed over and seen the bigger picture. And so I talk about um, these themes that have come through in multiple readings uh, to date. Uh, uh, and I think the bio I gave you, I, I noticed I need to update that because I'm way beyond 9,000 readings at this point. But over thousands of readings in 25 years, 
there's been these these themes that emerge um, through the readings, and they have to do with a lot of times lessons that we, if we pay attention, if we absorb them, then we can do better with our life. Uh, and sometimes they're not all ne- negative lessons. Uh, it's nothing really, you know, negative. It, it's about the value of love, um, about our values transcending death, uh, the power of forgiveness, um, that, that life is eternal. And importantly, a very basic lesson that the afterlife is real, that we do go on uh, after leaving this physical realm. So those are some of the lessons that I talk about in, in this book. I devote a lot of time to forgiveness in this book, and I feel that I was heavily influenced by um, reading. I'm a student of A Course in Miracles, and um, oh. that text, uh, it's actually a channeled text. It talks a lot about the, the uh, reality of forgiveness and how it frees us um, from uh, anything negative, and it frees us from the past. So I, I talk a lot about that. I also have a whole chapter on uh, my mindfulness and how that can help people um, to develop a deeper connection with their own soul. Well, that's really interesting. What made you decide to write this book? Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> There was five years in between the uh, soul-to-soul connections, comforting messages from the spirit world, and this book. And all of that time, I kept saying, you know, I feel like I should write another book. And then I think about the amount of work it is to write a book. And I kept saying, no, I'm not going to write another book. And so I didn't even have the material for it in my mind. I wasn't really clear on it. Two Julys ago, it's been two years, I woke up in the morning. And in my head is the exact um, idea and theme for this book. And mm-hmm. y- you know how that stuff kind of happens? It's like no no wine before it's time. Yes. And that's the, that's how it is with writing. And Spirit mm-hmm. said, this is what you need to do. So, um, you know, I always work with an outline, and that's how things started coming together. And I thought – I really need to pass along what I've gleaned from all of these sessions and, you know, uh, telling people what those in spirit want to pass along to people here. So prior to that, I didn't know, but you know how it is. Sometimes we just have to let go and let it Mm -hmm. come through when it's, when it's ready. The universe said it was ready. Carol, we have a um, caller on the line, Linda, you can unmute yourself, Linda. Hi, Linda. Where Hi, are you Linda. from? I'm from Chicago. Oh, great. Um, Carol, uh, do you have a um, do you have a message, um, or do you want to have a question for Carol? Yeah, I'd like her to ask a question. I want to hear her voice. Hi, Linda. How are uh, you? Good. I I love the show. I'm I'm so happy that um, you guys. Well, whatever. Um, yeah, very good. I, everything you said, I could agree with, and. Um, yeah, good stuff. I don't really. Was there something that you wanted to ask personally, Linda? Not necessarily. No, no. Okay, let me just tell you this. I am aware of the older feminine energy that comes in with you on your mom's side. And would you understand um, who would have had congestive heart before they passed? 
No. Um, that is my mom. She's still here, but exactly her. And a huge connection with her. And my worry, yeah. Uh, okay, hold on. That grandmother then is coming. Who has the name that begins with M-A-R? You know who that is? That passed. Mary. Well, Mary, Cos- it, Mary, Cos- Mary Crossman. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Is that a relative then? Um, kind of. Um, ex-mother-in-law. Okay. Yeah, I always say, don't forget about your in-laws because they do come through, even if you're not no longer married. Um, I want to talk about this thing, though, um, and they also mentioned diabetes. Would that be with mom as well, or is that somebody else? Oh, um, uh, my daughter-in-law's close family, um, yeah. Okay, um, I, here's what I want to say. With your mom, and I feel like they were mentioning that because that is heavy on your mind and there's a lot of caretaking involved or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. I feel with them, and this would be, I know you didn't expect this or who the people coming through and this Mary, <clears throat> um, but she must have been close in some way. There's a lot of uh, healing or prayer being streamed there uh, for your mom. And they also, for some reason, Linda, are talking about uh, the eyesight. Has, has mom having uh, problems with her eyes, or is there anything up with that at this point? Well, she is um, 86. Um, she did have uh, eye surgery in one eye, but... Um um, I don't know. Okay, my, no, that I, works know, for me. Older, you know. Yeah, that probably is a factor too. Yeah. Well, please know that with your mom, you are being watched over, and those in spirit that have gone on before her are still very much connected there. Uh, there's also an older male there too. Actually, there are several. They're they're uh-huh. in her generation that have already passed over. One of them may be your dad. Uh, and then there's some uh, uh, uncles that are there, too. Um, oh. So please know that mom is being watched over, and you need to take care of yourself as well. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to mention the some kind of lower back issue or something. Yes, that's <laughs> what's going on. Cool. Yep. That's amazing. All right. Thank you so much, Linda. Many kind blessings to you. Oh, thank you for everything. Okay. I'll keep continuing to listen. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. great. Um, Bye now. Bye-bye. Um, Carol, we have um, someone by the name of Bert. You want to unmute yourself? Yeah, hello. Hi. Hey, Hi. Sorry, I have some mic issues. That's okay. Um, good to have you. Where are you calling from? Uh, Pittsburgh. Great. Hey. Do you have a question show. or a question? comment for Karen? Yeah, I, I had a question. Um, I recently uh, bought a house and um, I noticed that sometimes when, if I'm alone, I feel like a presence and I don't know if it's a relative or um, a spirit that was in the house before me. I don't know if you could, if you yeah. sense anything. Well, the first thing that I want to ask you is um, wh- where is there some connection with coal around there? Do you know if there was a coal furnace in there or is there a coal mine? Uh, do you know anything about that? <clears throat> um, I know just being in Pennsylvania, there's a lot of coal mines. I don't know. Okay, um, it actually may be underneath there. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
Um, my that was the first thing when you started talking that I was seeing. Sometimes when there's um, sometimes what I see when I do those sorts of things, and I've done a lot of walkthroughs on properties. I did one most recently a couple of weeks ago, and there's actually spirits that can be attached to that land. I feel like that had something to do with prior land, not so much the house, but with the land. What you can do, Bird, is you can clear it. I don't really see anything negative there, though. I feel like it may be more of a curiosity thing on their behalf. So sometimes when we get these sort of pockets or even underground sorts of things, um, it sort of traps energy there, and it can kind of become a portal, if you will. Uh, so that's sort of what I was seeing there. I'm also seeing a whole heck of a lot of remodeling. Are you doing that currently? Uh, I just redid my deck um, this summer. So okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't feel it's anything to be afraid of, uh, but I feel like it's prior uh, energy that's on that land. If you were to take some photos, like digital photos, you'd probably get orbs on there. Oh uh, yeah, we have um, a Arlo camera, and it picks up orbs every single night. Well, that's okay. That's so, that's a good validation yeah. then. Um, yeah. So I would simply, if it was my property, I would simply um, bless it. And you can even, you know, do a, a smudging and so forth of white sage. Um, and you can even create some energetic grid patterns on there. I don't mean to get too involved or too complex with this, but uh, there's a number of things you can do. But generally, I feel like it's you're going to be okay there. I feel it to be very peaceful for you. And I also feel like you're going to grow things there. Have you? Do you plant things? Do you do gardening or anything like that? Do you have any plans for that? Uh, we have a rose bush up in our um, front patio. Okay. This is more like I'm seeing future planting. I think it's going to be fertile ground for you. And I do feel a measure of peacefulness there as well. Yeah, it's definitely cozy. <laughs> Okay. All Thank right, you so much, Bert. Right, thanks for calling, Bert. Um, Carol, there's some. Well, you're getting a lot of calls tonight. Um, we have a Jerry. Jerry, are you are you, you can unmute yourself. Hello. Oh, there you are, Jerry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, sorry about that. I was having issues as well. Um, I did have one question. Um, when I was growing up, particularly in probably my early teens. Um, I would see a shadow person almost every night for a few years. Um, and recently I, which I haven't seen for, I don't know, a couple years. If I came back when I moved into my new apartment and I was wondering if you. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jerry. <laughs> okay. It's no problem at all. Now, I was just wondering, um, does you think that something may have, um, latched on or is attached is that possible? Yeah, and actually I do, and I I don't, my work uh, is never about fear or instilling fear in people, but I do want to say, even before you said that, I felt very strongly <clears throat> that you need to do some um, personal clearing. I would tell you to do some energetic um, uh, clearing to lift your vibration from there. I feel it's not a dangerous entity. I feel it's a curious entity. Um, have you ever engaged in things like we were talking about earlier? I don't know if you heard the earlier conversation, uh, like with Ouija boards, or have you done anything with paranormal uh, hauntings or anything like that? Um, I never 
not that I can remember, I don't think I've, I've done a Ouija board. I mean, maybe when I was a kid, because we used to have one. But I used to be really into um, like deep meditation and in- very interested in the um, paranormal world, like spirits and haunting. So I've uh, okay. went on paranormal trips and everything. Okay, sometimes with those sorts of things, um, there can actually be entities that, that come in uh, that will follow you. And um, you have to be, again, I was saying earlier about being very clear with boundaries. You own your own energy. You own your own space. And um, so I, I would suggest to you to do some clearing of that. Um, you can actually have somebody smudge you with white sage going around the auric field. The aura is the emanation of energy from, you know, any living being. Uh, even plants have aura. So um, I would tell you to do that. And I would tell you to uh, be very firm about your boundaries. Please watch your environment as well. I feel that you're a sensitive man and that you can, and I actually feel you're intuitive. So sometimes more like that. Uh, you know, we can, we're not as clear about what we're letting in. We, we, you know, we can end up with something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, do those things and, uh, meditation is not dangerous unto itself. Um, uh, my sense is this probably happened when you're doing the paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. All, All right, right thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Jerry. And we have one more. I think it's Kelly. Kelly, welcome to Chasing Prophecy. You have a question for um, Carol? Hello. Hi, Carol. Hello. So I guess mine is kind of similar to other people um, where I live. I've seen things out of the corner of my eye, and I notice my cat will, like, randomly stare off at things, and I don't know if that's normal or not. But, um, yeah, I guess that's my question, if there's anybody in my house, relatives, maybe. I feel a much older, um, let me say this um, before I tell you about the cat. Um, I feel it's a much older woman that was somehow connected. Is that a family house? Is that passed down through the generations? Um, Not for me, but I think the people that lived here before possibly. Yeah. There's an older woman that was somehow connected there. And I don't know if you've noticed anything in the kitchen. Have you noticed any, you get any of the phenomena in, the, in your kitchen? I don't know if it's one particular room, but I do like just see randomly things out of the corner yeah. of my eye. And sometimes I've noticed like I smell like cigarette smoke almost. Yeah, there was an older lady that somehow was associated with that house. I feel like she lived there and was kind of closed in. Um, actually, I get kind of a sad feeling about that. I don't know if she was, you know, didn't have anybody or people didn't visit her or whatever, but I feel she was somewhat of a shut-in. Um, I don't feel her to be dangerous. Um, and I, you know, the phenomena of cigarette smoke definitely happens. I've had many, many clients who have told me that. Uh, it's called clairgustience, by the way. It's smelling mm-hmm. or tasting through the spiritual senses. Um, so again, what I'd said earlier about doing some clearing is fine. I see her mainly hanging out in the kitchen, much older woman, probably she looks to me like, you know, early eighties or so. Um, and there was an, an older, on. an older woman that lived in the house. Um, I think like yep. two people before us, but she had an awning put on the deck, which we still have. And apparently she had that for her card parties and she only got mm-hmm. to use it once before she passed on. 
from what I heard from the neighbors. Yeah, well, that's who I feel is there. And um, the other thing that you mentioned about the cat, animals are extremely sensitive, especially cats, even more so than dogs, uh, to the spirit world. And they kind of exist in a higher <laughs> in a higher frequency. I have three cats here, so I know, I know just how bizarre they are, <laughs> you know. But uh, they are very aware of non-physical entities. And um, when you see the cat staring out, I believe that that cat is seeing the energy of that woman that was there. He actually I, I, is I, looking I, at the door right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel that that lady sat on the porch a lot. I don't know how much you can confirm with the neighbors. And I'm talking about even before the extra piece or whatever was put on. But I feel her to have sat out a lot or, you know, she conversed with the neighbors or whatever. Uh, but I also get a good bit of loneliness uh, mm-hmm. there. Sad. Do you ever feel depressed in the house or do you feel like uh, isolated at all? Or I mean, with the whole everything that happened in the world the last couple months definitely been just isolated because that's what we had to do but other than that no okay okay yeah I I don't feel it to be a highly oppressive sort of energy but sometimes there can actually be the bleed through with emotions that are trapped in that environment uh and that's why you get things like apparitions and uh you know it's kind of um my my uh take on ghosts and hauntings or they're actually sort of vibrations that are trapped in the etheric energy that's there. And so you'll see kind of a replay of that. Um, and um, so again, you know, I would clear it out, open the windows, let sunshine in, uh, you know, all of that sort of thing. Um, but I do feel it's the person that, um, that older lady that had been there prior. Wow very interesting thank you thank you kelly thanks for calling in kelly um carol we have a question from the chat she doesn't feel um comfortable calling in um her name is celeste and she wants to know uh, any message from my dad andrew phillips who passed since i was 11 years old i need guidance when he and when he's there i'm not sure what that means well, I don't know if this is the if this is her dad, but I do get an older male that was connected there in a family that passed very, very quickly. When I say quickly, my definition of that is, uh, you know, 24 hours or less or instantaneously. But I kind of get this instantaneous feeling there, um, and I, I'm also feeling there's some cardiovascular thing at play at some point there, uh, either with him or. Uh, perhaps her grandfather. Um, he's never left her. And actually, there is a message, um, and I don't usually usually do readings by somebody asking a question through email because I like to hear voice. But I really get this very strongly for her that um, th- there's um, some positive developments. This has to do with her uh, with training or something to do with education. If that isn't happening right now, it will be. Uh, she may be in the thinking stage about doing that, but I feel a strong encouragement from the father uh, in going ahead with that. It seems as though there's a transition or a shift for this person, um, you know, shifting out of one 
aspect of work and going into something else or becoming more um, skilled with what she was already doing. And I feel a good bit of that training would be done through the Internet. Um, and I do feel her dad continuing to uh, watch over her. And also, he's shown me grandkids. So mm. whether they're here yet or not, um, they may still be in the spirit world um, with him. It's either for her or somebody else in the family. Yeah. The Kelly is still on the chat, and she wanted to know, this sounds like piggybacking. Could that be piggybacking? Um, I'm sorry, who's, who's in the chat? And Kelly, she, she was just remarking on, on commenting on Oh this. yeah, it could be, see, that's why, I, that's why I don't like to do that. But yeah, there's many times I've been on the radio and there's like a lineup of people and absolutely it can happen. It doesn't happen, you know, all the time, but yes, mm -hmm. it can happen. So if that, if that applies, the other thing that can um, happen too, and this happens in a lot of groups there are messages that are meant for more than one recipient that's within the uh -oh. group. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Gen yeah. Jennifer, the producer, wanted to ask you something. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much. Um, my dad passed um, in uh, 16, and we were really close. And uh, my husband passed in 07. <clears throat> and I've been raising as girls, and I was just wondering if um, either one had any messages or have been around lately. Um, yeah, first off, I want to ask you this. I get a very heavy sports connection with somebody who who is or was involved with sports. Uh, how How old are you feeling they are? Do you get that? Well, actually, I feel it's a couple of different generations. Well, Papa. Is there somebody who? Papa, he died. Uh, I can't remember how old it was, like 23, something like 21, maybe. Um, uh, Harvey is his name. Oh, I'm sorry, what relationship is he to you? Oh, my grandfather on my mother's side. Okay. So, did he actually play sports? Did he coach? What did he no, do? No, 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 no. He just watched football. I, well, actually, you know what? I think he did. He's because he said, I think he did a long time ago when they wore like leather helmets. Yes. No. Yeah. I was going to say this is not just watching it on television. This person is telling me that they played hmm. and they were a sports enthusiast. So you're telling me that's your maternal grandfather, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, so he was coming through, um, and I keep seeing uh, uh, trophies. Now, I would put that on the younger people. So there's something there, and you were talking about uh, raising children, and these so these are not your biological children. These were your husband's children? Oh, no, they're mine. They're mine. Just mine and oh, his. okay. They were you just said, four oh, oh. and seven when he passed. Um, nobody really has a lot of trophies, Um Okay, I want you to keep that message because it may well relate or go back to then um, the grandfather. But clearly I'm seeing those. So it may be somewhere in the family. Is there a way you can check? Are you seeing, are you seeing trophies or medals? Do they look the like trophies. tall stand? No, I really not. Trophies. Really not. Yeah. 
and there's something with photographs. These are very old, uh, black and white. Uh, <laughs> very Good old. woman. I'm and, sitting here in my office, okay, and I'm staring <laughs> at my father's, my, my daughter came out with this amazing natural talent. She took a picture of him from the military and drew it, and it looks just like him. And he had that talent. He was an artist. And I've got his drawing next to her drawing, looking right at it. And it's all black and white. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. there's a lot of times when I, I do an enormous amount of phone readings, and uh, um, the spirit will sometimes tell me what the person's looking at, what's in that room with them. So that's most likely what's going on. And you're telling me your husband did that? No, my my father. My oh, father. I'm sorry. Okay. My father okay. was the artist, Gary, and um, my daughter, Katie, got his talent, and nobody had any idea, no instructions. She drew this amazing, uh, like, two-by-three portrait of him for school pencil and so that's why i think you're picking up that it looks like an old black and white photograph because it's a pencil drawing that looks like uh, a professional did his portrait and i'm right on the wall staring right at it yeah well the other thing too there's a message uh, uh to her and that's about developing that talent a little bit further and i'm actually seeing uh um you know, her doing that and entering some um, exhibitions or contests or something. Oh. And it looks like uh-huh. um, it looks like there's something that's earned through that, like a ribbon or something. So this is an encouragement for her. I actually feel that your father inspires her, and that would be through, you know, in, uh, inspiration, intuition. And we don't, you know, we don't lose contact with people who have passed. So he's encouraging her to uh, uh, further develop that and to get that work out there. You're so true. You notice that she doesn't do it. She doesn't do it on a regular basis, right? No, she's busy being seventeen. You know, um, but yeah, when well, she had to something... do it for art in school, she drew this portrait I'm looking at, and. The teacher in the school lost it, and we were all, I was so taken back by it because it's so amazing, the detail in it, and that was his thing, the detail. So they lost it at school, and um, the teacher was looking for it forever, and Katie says, I, she, I know it's in there. She went into the art department, and she says, I know he was with me because I heard over in the corner, open the portfolio. So she went over to the corner and she opened the portfolio and between two pages, there it was. And we were so happy. And she's just, she's absolutely sure he led her to that because she said, I heard it in my head. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant by inspiration because, uh, the spirit will just like, I'm impressed with, you know, when I'm doing readings with their thoughts it, that can happen to anybody because uh, with your loved ones um, because they, they don't leave. Uh, and actually, they can be closer to us in death than in life. Um, so, But for this young woman, uh, I feel a lot of encouragement. There's a lot of talents there. Uh, but I'm really seeing her develop that further, and I actually feel like your father encourages that. 
as well. I think you're And right. why would he be mentioning a vehicle? Did she recently uh, get a vehicle? Or is she talking about getting a vehicle? What's up with that? Um, <laughs> do you see it? What color is the vehicle? Because... Um, I, it, he's not showing me that. He's, just, he's mentioning... I was actually... Um, he was mentioning it and then talking to her about it. And I feel like there's this big message with him as well of her being very careful and cautious. So, and that's maybe not so much with her, but for people she would ride around or that would be with her. Well, there's Uh, there's many things that could connect to that. Katie has a Jeep. She's um, recently been driving, you know, for a while now. Um, But uh, I just had to have it fixed. And we just bought a boat. So there's a lot of things. Uh, Dad was an avid fisherman, so he would have been excited about the boat. Um, there's a lot of things um, that that would relate to right now. Yeah. Um, and he does mention the roof, too. So uh, I don't know if you can actually take the top down on that. Um, and he's showing me going to, uh, this would have been a family place, like around a small body of water, like a lake or a stream or something like that. Does that make sense? Oh, he's been hanging out with Katie. Um, yeah, she pops the, well, the Jeep, you can take the whole thing off on the top, but you can either, you can pop, it's a hard top and you can pop off a couple sections above <clears throat> the front and passenger seat. And she, we live in um, a very mountainous area, and she ha- she t- goes with friends to streams, takes the dog for a walk. Yeah, and I, he also shows me a canoe. So I don't know if they've ever done that, or, you know, there's people in that area that do that, in that vicinity that she's in. Um, but absolutely, I do feel him very connected to her. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. That was lovely. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jen. Hey, Carol, I have a question. Okay. For the last 10 years, I've, you know, I've, I, like I said in the monologue, I said I've, I've lost a lot in my family. But within those years, I we've had some really strange things happen. And I don't know if it's my family or somebody that was here before we moved in. Do you get any sense of anything? Um, I think you need to do take the advice of what was said earlier about uh, uh, clearing. Um, I really am not picking up anything negative there. Oh, good. That's good. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. You have to claim your space um, with everything. And it all starts with your own energy. The cleaner that you are with your energy um, you know, the less that you would attract anything that's problematic and so forth, especially mm-hmm. if you're working with the paranormal, mm-hmm. uh, it is important to disconnect all the time. I would highly suggest that to you. Okay. And by the way, uh, may I just mention that if any of the listeners are interested in a private session, I do many of those. Um, my website is soulvisions.net. That's plural, soulvisions.net. Um, and, uh, I'll be happy to do a private reading. A private reading is much more involved. Oh, yeah. Many readings. 
Um, or if anyone's interested in hosting me, I know that some of your listeners are out of the Pittsburgh area, uh, but I do a lot of groups and I also do couple readings and so forth. Oh, over, couple readings. Uh, That's interesting. Um, what would you tell someone who um, thinks they have like a, maybe like you didn't want to call it a gift, but a intuitive um, sensitivity? What would if they wanted to develop it? What would you tell them or where would they go? Well, there are many teachers, and there are many. Uh, some are good, some are are excellent. Um, I've studied with a lot of different people to develop. I also do a lot of teaching myself. So I would tell you to who you're drawn to. Um, mm-hmm. Check the experience of the person, how many years they have working in the field. Um, if they're working in high integrity, which is highly important with this sort of work. Um, because, uh, you know, there are people just like in any field that are not in integrity. So you want to be very careful about that. Um, also, I have a three CD, uh, home study course oh. in intuition development. There's a little workbook with it. It's on my website on Soul Visions. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I created that. That's a compilation of about 15 years of teaching. Wow. I think people. I might look it up. <laughs> for myself yeah and um there's meditations on it there's instruction and then the little workbook that's with it too uh it's all designed for home study uh and i also have done a lot of teaching over the years and i will be doing more teaching through zoom and this is going to start in the fall um also i don't know if you had my facebook page on there or not but no i don't i'll have to add that People can uh, reach me there if you like the page. It's facebook.com slash soul medium, S-O-U-L-M-E-D-I-U-M, soul okay. medium. Uh, that's my page on Facebook. And I post, um, you know, all the radio shows I'm on and uh, that workshops that are coming up and, um, you know, message programs and so forth. That's great. Hey, Sean, you've been pretty quiet. Do you have any uh, questions for Carol? Um, Carol, one, one thing it, I've been in the uh, paranormal field for over 30 years and I've been into the readings. What's crazy is my dad died 31 years ago and me and him are really tight, but for the life of me, I do not know why spirit comes, won't let him come and I'm totally open-minded about it but I can't feel him. I can't see him. And I'm wondering if it is spirit blocking him from seeing me or blocking me from seeing him. Can you help? Well, sometimes when there is not a connection and it's extraordinary for a person like you because you're very open, but there are some people who are very rational. And so they end up blocking things like that. They think that they're going to have a full body spirit manifestation and then when that doesn't happen they're like well i'm not feeling them so that's obviously not the case with you um my sense is that your dad may have gone on um and that's something that i've seen meaning he's gone to another level uh in of consciousness and sometimes that will prevent the reconnection with uh people who are still in the physical world um that that would make sense to me 
Uh, but I do want to ask you uh, who Robert or Bob is. Robert yeah. or Bob. Um, Maybe that might be. I, the only Bob that I know was my best friend. He's still his. He's still alive, but his father was named mm-hmm. Bob, and I was real mm-hmm. close to him growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a father figure. Um, I would say that that's this gentleman uh, coming through to you. I do feel with him his message to you is that he has seen your dad. Uh, and he has been with him. So, um, you know, that would make sense to me that he would come through for you. Um, And um, the name William or Bill is connected as well. I have a lot of bills. (laughs) There's a lot of bills that passed, yeah. Yeah, I feel like William the first, William the second, William the third uh, comes through. uh, so I do feel that your dad, he's never left you in a sense. I mean, there's always that soul connection. And especially we travel from lifetime to lifetime with our soul pod or soul group. We reincarnate with them over and over. So I don't feel like, you know, like when, when it's your time to go over there, you will reconnect with your father. My sense I, I is hope so. so. I hope so. Um, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I do feel with him that he's kind of gone to this other level. That is a reality. I've actually seen that um, mm-hmm. where we go to other places for spiritual evolution and development. Well, we're going to have you. to leave it at that, guys. That We're coming to that bewitching hour where we have to say goodbye. Carol, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you, Carol. I think you helped a lot of people. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, you're quite welcome. Um, guys, um, Sean, tell our audience where someone can get in touch with you to do your paranormal investigations real quick. Yes, okay. uh, just go seconds. to Facebook and look up um, Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. Great. Well, please check out my author page at Jenny Nicasio Trilogy on Amazon. Make sure you like us on YouTube and subscribe. And make sure you like us on Facebook. So it was a great night tonight. Next week is Stan Gordon. Come back next week. We're going to be talking Bigfoot and Chestnut Ridge, guys. (laughs) Remember to like us. Okay. You have a great night. Good evening. Have a good night, everybody. And thanks for tuning in to Chasing Prophecy.